Welcome and thank you for joining Dan Twing, President and COO at Enterprise Management Associates, and Robbie Dick, Solutions Marketing Manager at BMC Software, for part one of a three-part podcast series on workload automation and the state of digital transformation. This will be our first of three podcasts where Robbie and I will be discussing the research results. Today's focus will be on the state of digital transformation. In the next two podcasts, we will address how WLA is used in support of digital transformation and how WLA is expanding in use across the enterprise as a result. EMA has been following the workload automation market for over 15 years. This most recent research was inspired by a desire to understand the changing role and use cases for WLA. The growth of multi-cloud environments has really increased the complexity in managing automation. Digital transformation has brought an increased dependence on automation and a greater interest in automation from across the enterprise. So we see a number, the number of types of users are expanding well beyond the IT operations team. WLA is becoming really a broader orchestrator of automation. And this research is really attempting to measure those trends. Robbie, why don't you uh, let, tell me what brought you to uh, and BMC to want to sponsor the research? Yeah, great. Thanks, Dan. Uh, it's uh, it's exciting times. You know, I've been at BMC for almost 24 years, always working on control and specifically, and just uh, obviously the discipline and the, the category, uh, you know, been around even before that. And like you said, you've been covering it for over 15 years. Just the amount of uh, growth and um technology additions that have been added to the environment. Uh, I mean, it, it never ends. Uh, I, I would say just in the last few years, but even in the few years before that and a few years before that, and I mean, it, it really every few years, there's just so much growth and uh, technology being added uh, and automation uh, pl- on top of what's already there. And the automation needs just continue to grow uh, exponentially, sometimes it's you know on top of existing platforms, but uh, as I just mentioned, all those new things that every few years come in. So it's been an area of focus that BMC and ControlM have had has had for years, and it continues to be. So any chance to get to talk about it, especially with yourself who has covered the category and the and the topic for so long, it's a it's a real pleasure because I think there's uh, a lot of ways that uh, that. Uh, uh, modern application orchestration and workload automation can help that I think gets overlooked. So anytime I can help get the message out, I'm happy to do so. Yeah. And you guys have been great. You've sponsored a number of these and we've, we've got some trend lines we've built and it really does help dial in sort of how things are changing and shifting. Um, when I started this one, um, I really, I realized that, you know, to really even get started about how is workload automation transforming in reaction to, or, uh, in support of digital transformation, you know, I, I really wanted to start with where are we at in this digital transformation journey, you know, as an industry and, and where are enterprises um, in, in their individual journeys? Because, you know, we've been talking about this digital transformation thing for over a decade, um, but I haven't really seen a lot of data points about where we're at. So the, the podcast today, we're going to focus on just this sort of state of digital transformation uh, because I wrote a question that really dug in a bit to, you know, from are you doing absolutely nothing on digital transformation? Uh, are you getting ready by modernizing applications or, or planning or, you know, in those very early stages? Do you have one or more projects underway? Do you have one or two up and running to, hey, we've done everything we planned. Now we're assessing where to go next or 
no, we're fully mature. And I even added an option for we're thinking about the next generation. Um, so, you know, to summarize all of those different responses into like five categories, um, we, we sort of saw the early stage, the, you know, I'm underway, I'm mature, or I'm thinking about the next phase. I kind of boiled that down to, to those categories. And the first one was 45% uh, really are only getting going. They're in those very early stages. Um, another 37% are underway, uh, but we really only see about 23% that would consider themselves mature. And then there's 3% who are doing nothing on this topic. Uh, but the bulk of the market is, is just getting going or, or um, you know, they're delivering their first projects and they're, they're defining many more. Um, how does that relate to what you see with your, with your clients? Yeah, you know, Dan, I've ne we've never, I don't think we've ever looked at it like so collectively across the broad spectrum like you have in the report, which is just fascinating. But, you know, I, th I can think of just so many customer stories, uh, interactions that I've had over the years and um, not really not not just recently, not just in the last couple of years, but really literally over the years where some are orchestrating or automating the you know, still largely today, the way that they were 10 or 15 years ago. And so, you know, I think they have needs, uh, you know, control them uh, and the discipline itself is helping them with those needs, but they were very uh, legacy or kind of old school and, right. um, and they're happy with that, or at least they're, they're satisfied with that. So, you know, that really made me think uh, at first when I, when I saw the numbers that said, you know, 40, nearly 50% are very early on it. Like at first I'm like, that's not possible. Like everybody's got to be farther along that. And then I started looking back at, at state at, at, you know, meetings and interactions and uh, that I've had with customers. And it's like, you know what, it, it is, that is the case for some. Uh, and then, you know, you, you certainly have the ones that are mixed in there. Uh, maybe one of every four or five that I can remember that kind of jives with your metrics that they're, you know, well underway or kind of maturing, not, not necessarily at the destination of automation 2.0 or gen 2.0, as you called it, but yeah. at least are talking about it or thinking about it. So it really, uh, when I, when I sat back and, and thought about all the customer interactions that I've had, it, it, uh, it was very enlightening and I think uh, synced up uh, with what I still think are kind of incredulous numbers that are coming out of the report, but, but they're right. accurate. Right. Right. Well, you know, it, it's, it's difficult, right. It, it, and there's so much that has to happen in an organization. I mean, I think, you know, if we had asked this question, say six years ago, what we all think digital transformation is might be slightly different. Right. So, you know, back then, you, you could say, yeah, I'm way underway. Why? Well, because we have three mobile apps, right? <laughs> exactly. These bolt-on things were being done. And, and certainly we've seen, you know, a lot of, of mobile apps. But, you know, if you really understand what's happening in the background, so many of those are just sort of tagged on to more legacy infrastructure. And I think what today people think of in terms of digital transformation is, really modernizing the whole infrastructure, really moving major pieces into the cloud and then building processes around that. So that early phase of, you know, just mobile appizing, if you will, a lot of stuff certainly was, was, was helpful and we all benefited from it. But I think 
what folks think of today when you talk about digital transformation is, is a more holistic upgrade and modernization. And, and that doesn't come easy. No, absolutely not. You know, I uh, agree wholeheartedly in, in working with you here lately. I don't, I don't want to steal your thunder. You, um, you had mentioned like uh, digital transformation could it, it, doesn't have to touch every single platform, infrastructure, data, and application in the environment. It can it can start with one, or it can start with something as simple as a question. Somebody asking for something, and and you know let that lead to where uh, lead where it may. So it, uh, I thought that was really pretty eye opening because it's uh, digital transformation. While it really does need to encompass many. Uh, uh, maybe newer technologies in the environment. Sometimes it can start with just asking a simple question about how do we do this, or we have all this data, what are we going to do with it? And then it kind of morphs and, and uh, leads from there leading to the other way you kind of characterized it, which I thought was fantastic. It's not really a destination that digital transformation, it's a journey. It's right. It's really never ending. Uh, and I think those ways that you categorized it are, absolutely uh, spot on. Well, I think a lot of those that are just getting started are, are, you know, taking that bigger approach. And that's where some of the things you guys have done to enhance uh, support around DevOps and jobs as code and things that really draw the developers in and support what they're doing can really speed the process. And, uh, you know, we're going to get into that a bit more in the second podcast uh, and look at exactly the ways that, that workload is supporting. But you've been doing a lot with the product in and around supporting developers and, and making that uh, support for multi-cloud environments uh, a strong suit. And those are some of the building blocks. And that's what a lot of these other organizations are doing, too. They're modernizing their infrastructure and applications in order to be ready if they aren't already down that path. And, and uh, I know you have yep. uh, a lot of uh, uh, things on your roadmap that are going to continue to support that. But, the, you know, I think uh, you would agree the product has really morphed along the journey, right? It, it, it has. You know, there's, I've got one hopefully quick customer story that comes to mind, uh, Navistar. When I first started at, uh, in 1999, the first customer visit I ever went to was uh, with Navistar. They had already been a, f uh, a, a fairly recent customer of ours, and they were uh, using Control-M to manage uh, workloads on the mainframe and AS400 and Unix and just starting in a Windows environment. So it was pretty, uh, I mean, this was 1999. It, you know, it was pretty kind of typical uh a batch automation at that point, I would say, but, you know, fast forward a number of years, they still use control them to do that, but are now involving, uh, you know, much more modern technologies, uh, sensors in their equipment and, uh, developers. And they've basically married, uh, legacy, and I don't mean that negatively, but, you know, legacy information that has resided in mainframe databases or, you know, AS400s or, or uh, traditional Unix or Windows environments with, uh, with streaming data and, and data pipelines and an application development that's resulted in, you know, amazing new products that they've had, like on-command connection, I believe is, is the name. It's a fantastic story. Uh, Control-M's a, a, uh, a big help in that. There's a lot of details that you can find online. But, you know, it's very traditional usage of control M. Uh, but then the, a few years ago started, they, they said, hey, we've got to do more with this data. And we think control M can help. And uh, because of the developer and the uh, interfaces and the um, 
uh, DevOps uh, methodology that they implemented in Jobs as Code, they were able to take all that and really, it's a fantastic story. So I'd Navistar on command connection is uh, just one of many that comes to mind on how a customer has started or is well on their way to a digital transformation like Navistar is. Great. Well, that that pretty much wraps what we wanted to cover in this first podcast, which is that, you know, the market is well underway, but um, the bulk of the market is is really just, you know, getting going or or in the middle of this journey. and I hope you enjoyed that discussion. Uh, in our next podcast, Robbie and I are going to be discussing how organizations are using WLA in support of their digital transformation. If you want to learn more, the full research report is available at bmc.com forward slash WLA transformation. Thank you for your attention.